What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. Alright, so game one of the NBA Finals was last night in Phoenix. The Suns got the 118-105 to victory. Luckily for the Bucks, they got Giannis back last night. He actually did start in the game, and he put up 20 points. Played 35 minutes, 17 rebounds, 4 assists, so I guess his knee is okay if he was jumping up and down all night on it. So he obviously got the treatment that he needed, but the Bucks didn't get what they needed last night on the road to start off the finals. The Suns played great last night. Devin Booker, 27 points. Chris Paul, 32 points. The Bucks were perfect from free throws last night. Pretty crazy. They knocked down all 23 free throws last night. So, Chris Paul, he went off last night. 32 points, 4 rebounds, 9 assists, 1 steal. Chris Paul's really looking for that elusive first NBA championship. Obviously, he's in his 16th year in the NBA, and he is looking to finally get that ring that he deserves. He's been one of my favorite players for a really long time. I hope he gets it personally. And LeBron chimed in after the game, too, and he said, let's go CP3. We need three more. So they've been friends forever, obviously. Been in the league for a long time together and on the Olympic teams and stuff like that. They're obviously really good friends, so LeBron's looking forward to seeing CP3 win as well. And, yeah, the Suns look good, obviously. uh, They're one of the toughest teams to beat right now. No one could really stop their momentum. The Bucks are really going to have to figure it out. Last night, Chris Middleton had another really solid game. Knocked down five threes, 29 points on the game, seven rebounds, four assists. He led them in scoring last night. And this is going to be a really tough series for the Bucks. Obviously, Giannis isn't 100%, but he's on the floor. And then the Suns have the interior defense of DeAndre Ayton, and then Jay Crowder also. So they definitely have their own defensive threats on Phoenix. And Milwaukee is going to have to figure some stuff out if they are going to try to get into this series, and it's not going to be an easy one by any means. Like, this is going to be a very competitive series, so I'm still going to say Suns in four, maybe five. Who knows? But at the moment, it looks like the Suns are unstoppable, and they look like they're on pace right now to win the NBA title this year. They've been one of the top teams all season, and it only makes sense for them to finish it out on a high note. So this is going to be one of the best series that we've seen in a while just because it's not 
two teams that we've seen just like over and over again, you know, like it's kind of like a fresh look at the NBA. It's two teams that could potentially be here for many more years to come. And it makes sense that the league is evolving from just being in the grasp of LeBron and like Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, like the typical superstars. And now it's going to be a new generation. Obviously, Giannis is an international superstar. And Devin Booker in this series, he's looking to go to the next level and prove that he is the type of player that we all think that he is, that he could be the next superstar, like Kobe or someone like that. It, like He's going to be a very elite shooting guard for a very long time. So that's my thoughts on game one of the NBA Finals. Obviously, I'm going to do a recap after every game. So that's game one. Suns come out on top. The next game is tomorrow night. Nine o'clock on ABC. Not to be missed. We got a big weekend ahead of us in the UFC. Obviously, it's Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier in the trilogy from Las Vegas. Obviously, it's a spectacle. Every single time Conor McGregor fights, he's one of my biggest inspirations. He's literally come from nothing, and he has made himself one of the wealthiest athletes in the world. He's become a great entrepreneur. He's a great businessman. He's literally taken his whiskey from just an idea into being one of the most sold whiskeys based on his personal brand alone. He's a true inspiration. People have what they say about him, but, you know, like, he's he's probably one of the best fighters in the history of fighting, like, and definitely one of the most famous of all time when it comes to that. So I'm really looking forward to watching him fight again. Obviously, it didn't go his way in the last fight. He's obviously coming back for revenge right now against Dustin Poirier this weekend. I'm a big fan of Dustin Poirier also. He's a great fighter, and he seems like he's a great person also. I'm a big fan of his hot sauce, no lie. It's really good shit. So. This is going to be a great fight. It's probably going to be one of the biggest pay-per-view like in sales maybe in UFC history. I kind of like blanked out for a second. <laughs> but this might be one of the highest sold pay-per-views in UFC history. Obviously, there's been huge fights in the past, but obviously Conor McGregor is the biggest fighter in the sport. Whenever he fights, it's like the Super Bowl. So, 
This is going to be a great one. And then I just can't wait to see where this fight goes for Conor afterwards. If he tries to fight Nate Diaz or another, like, super fight, something like that. Like, he's one of the most sought-after fighters in the world. He could basically do whatever he wants. He could box. He could take on Floyd again, which is something that was a rumor to happen. Like, I'm just really interested in seeing what happens after this trilogy is over with Dustin Poirier and he can move on with the rest of his career. He obviously has a lot left in him. He's one of the best fighters. So... Really looking forward to this weekend. This is a great fight card for UFC 264. The co-main event's a great fight between Gilbert Burns and Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. That's in the welterweight division. These are two very high-level fighters. Stephen Thompson, obviously one of the best kickboxers of all time. Gilbert Burns, one of the better jiu-jitsu competitors in the UFC. Very talented. So this is going to be a great fight. Different styles. And I've been watching The Embedded, which is like the behind the scenes of like the fight week and stuff like that. Gilbert Burns looks pretty determined. But Stephen Thompson is just like, uh, he's an alien, man. Like he can't like, he could just like outstrike like anybody. He just like adapts to like any situation. He could kick you and knock you out pretty easily. So Stephen Thompson, Gilbert Burns in the co-main event and tied to Avasa against Greg Hardy. This is going to be a pretty crazy fight being that tied to Avasa is a Pretty dangerous dude, and so is Greg Hardy. But, you know, Greg Hardy is obviously the former football player. Tied to Avasa is a mixed martial artist. So this is going to be a big test for Greg Hardy to take on Tied to Avasa. That's the third from last fight. Then we got Irene Aldana against Yana Kunitskaya. That's a pretty crazy fight. In the women's bantamweight division, both are very good fighters. So I guess they're trying to figure out if they could find any challenger for Amanda Nunes' title, which has been impossible as of late. And then to open up the main card, we got one of my favorite fighters, Sean O'Malley. The Sugar Show returning to action against newcomer Chris Moutinho, who took this fight on a pretty short notice. Obviously, Luis Smolka was supposed to be Sean O'Malley's opponent, and he pulled out because of an injury. It said that it might have been a staph infection or something like that. So Sean O'Malley, Chris Moutinho to open up the main card. Sean O'Malley's worth buying the pay-per-view alone. He's one of the most exciting fighters in the UFC. He deserves a lot more than what he gets. He should be a contender. He's one of the most popular UFC fighters on social media, Twitch. Like, he does it all. Like, he definitely has a way better personality than most people, especially in the UFC. So, Sean O'Malley deserves a lot. Hopefully, he's a champ one day. He's definitely still on the rise. <laughs> 
looking to add another crazy knockout to his highlight reel and another episode of the Sugar Show to open up the main card. And then on the prelims, we got Carlos Condit against Max Griffin. This is going to be a crazy fight. Two very dangerous dudes that's going down in the welterweight division. Then we got Nico Price against Mikel Pereira. Also a great fight in the welterweight division. There's a lot of welterweight fights on this card, it seems like. Then Ryan Hall against Ilya Topora in the featherweight division. Trevin Giles against Triscus Duplessis. Another great fight. This is a stack card from the bottom to the top. On the early prelims, we got veteran Omari Akhmedov against another veteran, Brad Tavares, in the middleweight division. And then Jennifer Maya and Jessica I close out the early prelims. This is a great fight card. Highly recommend watching it. Not to be missed. And other than that, guys, like, just trying to figure some stuff out. I'm trying to really get a job that I really am passionate about. I'm trying to find something that's really going to be beneficial for my progression. I'm trying to really launch my career, trying to figure that out. Obviously, went to school for sports management, but, like, sometimes it could just lead you in other directions and business and whatever, just trying to find something that you want to wake up to go to every single day and have a good attitude while you do that. And this has been an episode of One Stop Shop. Peace out, guys. Hope you guys have a good day. Peace out.